Welcome to the This Is The Place podcast, a Silicon Slopes production. Utah, with its pioneer spirit, Utah. What a great legacy. I'm Meg Walter. I'm here with Christopher Rawl. Hello. And Garrett Clark. Howdy. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Fun fact. <laughs> Not a fun fact, actually. This is the second time we've reported this podcast in the space of two hours. We spent 30 minutes in the studio not two hours ago. Laughing, talking, cracking our best jokes. And now look at us, just sad and deflated. Didn't work. Did not record. I feel the worst for Garrett because he came in and gave an impassionate speech about his new podcast he's launching. and, And we had to go find him, tails between our legs. And invite him back on to talk about the exact same thing he just talked about. So, Garrett, why don't you talk about the exact same thing you just talked about? Garrett, give us this completely unrehearsed speech about your podcast that you're launching shortly on a time frame yet to be determined. Well, thank you for this Groundhog Day experience. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Um, I, for better or worse, will be launching a podcast. It'll be our third. We've got Clint's. We've got yours. This one will be called Brass Tax. And it will focus on the operations of a business, what makes businesses grow and be successful in Silicon Slopes. So I will be talking to and interacting with mid to maybe senior folks in sales, finance, marketing, product management, product development, um, uh, figuring out what processes they use, what technology they use, what tools they use, and how and why uh, they do that. Uh, more to the point, ideally, it's educational. Someone could listen and have a much better understanding of how a SaaS sales team is organized, uh, for example. So that'll be our, our focus. Uh, there will be a segment where we will give away a shirt or a hat, Silk and Slopes branded. More to come on that, but it will be fun and, and interactive. That'll be it in a nutshell. We've got a a good group of folks already lined up, and uh, if you are one of the people I described and would like to be on it, email me, Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, at siliconslopes.com. Chris, wow. what, what do you think it'd be like to have a podcast with a focus? It sounds glum to me. You'd have to come prepared, first and foremost, which would be a huge problem for us. You'd probably have to check to make sure all your mics are on <laughs> prior all, to recording. you have to check. To make sure, A, the mics are on, and then B, once they're on, that you talk into them instead of falling Garrett, in, that's so and much work. And in and out. Are you sure you're up for this? Garrett, this is not a one-man job is what we're getting at. This takes five people. I thought it would be easy until I found myself talking into a can for the second time in one day. So I am a little worried, but confident going forward. Just like the pioneers who settled this great valley, we too do things the hard way here was, at the This Is The Place podcast. Very good. I was going to say, Garrett, on our behalf, learn from our mistakes. That's pretty easy. Thank Maybe. you. We paid so you don't have to. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Remember, Garrett, this is the place. It is. Speaking of Garrett's giveaway, we launched a store at Silicon Slopes to resounding success this week. Have we sold Clint anything? Clint was so excited about it. He Slack chatted me last night about it. Whoa. Now, granted, Clint was Slack chatting me really weird things because he was in a strange place in his life. But one of the things he slack chatted me was we opened a store and people bought a lot of stuff. Did people buy stuff? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I don't want to get into revenue numbers here on this podcast. What We're not we, about education. What are we going to do the with the money, though? My understanding is it goes directly to fund our pool table. Good. 
We need to refelt that which, thing. Which we're still in the hole for. <laughs> <laughs> we blew it all on the pool table. Hopefully no sponsors are listening to this. Actually, I don't know where that money goes. That's a good question. I'm going to have to slack him about it. Hopefully more hats for my personal collection. He's probably just funneling directly into his own pockets. Typical. Like a typical corrupt C-level executive. I don't even know what C-level means. I don't know. I want Garrett to explain it right yeah, now. Yeah, what does C-level mean, it's Garrett? It's just a chief. Oh. Oh, it's good? Yeah, it's good. People I'll call clarify. me a C-level executive. Do you yeah. know that? I thought they were giving you a C. Yeah, I thought it was like this backhanded diss where they're like... You're barely passing <laughs> no, in your professional life. C-level executive. <laughs> I'm like, that's... The, oh, wow. Stands for crap. Can I add clarification on that? Uh, to C-level executive <laughs> no. or... So... Obviously, as a nonprofit, the proceeds from the store will go to support the organization, which supports <laughs> entrepreneurs and tech companies across Silicon Slopes. Garrett, nobody takes anything we say seriously. What you need to understand about this podcast is whatever we say, people assume the exact opposite. So when we say it's going to fund our pool table, they automatically know. They're like, oh, they're doing really nice things in the community. It's going, to, it's going to starving children somewhere. <laughs> when you say that we're a nonprofit and it's going back to the community, they get so nervous. They're like, uh, how much Macklebees did they just buy? Macklebees. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a thing nonprofits do? So do you want to stay while we talk about tech news? As much fun as this has been. <laughs> I will retire for the afternoon. <laughs> I must say, nobody could hear Garrett's earlier appearance, but Garrett's two for two on great podcast appearances. The most touting po- his own podcast. polished. His first one, he did have a diss on the This Is Place podcast, which we weren't proud of. But he came the second time. He didn't say one word about how uneducational we were, which we're thankful for. We are thankful. Thanks, Garrett. You guys are the best. Oh, you're, the best. Right. you're the best. <laughs> Thank you. See you guys later. See you later. Let's talk tech news. Yes, Meg. Please, let's talk. Tech Summit. Wow, Silicon Slopes Tech Summit. It's happening. Happening January. Are you coming? 19th. I am. Good, me too. Do you have your tickets? You know, I can't say that I have a ticket. I have been promised a hotel room for a while, and so I think I have that, but I don't have a ticket yet. No. How are you going to get in? I'm assuming that the money we got from the store. (laughs) (laughs) Garrett's going to be so mad. I'm so glad Garrett's gone. (laughs) Garrett was not happy. (laughs) With our blatant lies. The stern taskmaster, he's all. Actually, legally, we're obligated to stress <laughs> that money is going back to the community. Just so we're clear, we're not refelting the pool table as much as it needs it. Just to be clear, if anybody could see us in person, they would know that no money that comes to this organization goes to its employees. Anyway. Meg's wearing a sweater that may or may not have been made by one of her daughters. Is that true? It was made by the good people at Old Navy. Thank you very much. Your daughters work at Old I Navy? Know. They're like four. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm all about child labor. So <laughs> January 18th, 19th. January 18th, 19th. Come on out. Tickets are Silic- on sale. Speakers are, speakers are getting together right now. We're going to announce those soon. Um, there's going to be all sorts of fun things to do. SiliconSlopesSummit.com. Correct. Say it five times fast. Go there, hang out on the website, browse, do your heart's content. Do Check you know out the video. Do you know what, what I do for fun what, at Do you look at the, do you just refresh the page over and over? That's, you know exactly what I do. I go to siliconsulpsummit.com alone with no one around. <laughs> All right, this is getting weird. <laughs> and I refresh the page over and over just in hopes that somebody has put a speaker on there. Uh, we'll, we'll have speaker announcements soon, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? October 10th. I don't think that's a November 10th. <laughs> November 10th. It's good we did this podcast before, so I know the correct dates, or else we'd be in quite the pickle with UTC. Fun fact, I've sent out 
two okay, wrong dates to talk about on newsletter in as many weeks. So people may have noticed, oh, wow, my inbox is really getting filled up with Silicon Slopes newsletters. Maybe like possibly 10 newsletters in this past week, which is four days. That's too many. So on behalf of Silicon Slopes and the people who've been making these drastic mistakes, we'd like to apologize. We would. I don't like when there are lots of newsletters in my inbox and I work for Silicon Slopes. In fact, it makes me quite angry when I get lots of emails from Silicon Slopes. So your next question is, how could they possibly be making this many mistakes on a newsletter? You guys, we have so much going on. (laughs) There are so many things happening. How has this happened all in one week is my first question. All the mistakes or like all the events? You like saved up all of the mistakes on the newsletter for the whole year and Uh, just put them in this week. (laughs) Why? Because there's so much going on. There's like 20 events. That I, I'm keeping track of, and on my keeping track of stuff, it's correct. Based on how you're describing this, I think we found the issue. Yes, I'm incompetent, clearly. <laughs> on my thing that tracks the stuff. On my toggle board. <laughs> the toggle board. The information is correct. However, okay. in constructing the newsletter, there's so much back and forth between the toggle board and the template that mistakes happen. And I am so sorry. So, first I'll say, I've made mistakes too in my life, so I'm not going to fault you for those. Thank you, Chris. Second of all, I'd really, really like to commend the people within our community, including a lady whose name I'm not recalling, nor should I say in this podcast. But but I commend the community for responding to the email corrections with emails that say, you should probably double check <laughs> your newsletters before you send them so there's no errors. This is good, constructive <laughs> criticism, people. Keep it coming. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Certainly doesn't make me cry at my laptop. Certainly doesn't le- lead you to send late night Slack messages <laughs> where you're probably just berating yourself in an empty room. Much like I refresh on silkandslopesummit.com. Yeah. Anyway, Sachi Nadella is coming on November 10th. Yes. UTC Hall of Fame Gala. Happens every year. Great speakers from all around the world come. Apple CEO Tim Cook, Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Um, this year... Sachin Nadella. Sachin Nadella. Kind of Um, a big deal. As part of it, they are going to be inducting three people into the UTC Hall of Fame, which is a thing, which I also need to lobby right now on my own behalf. Why am I not up for the UTC Hall of Fame? I don't know. It's really... I'm being dead serious. It's the controversy of our lifetime. So when you think of somebody who should be in it, do I not come to mind? You are the first person that comes to mind. Thank you. In your boxer shorts. Yes. I mean... With the governor here. (laughs) However I'm dressed is irrelevant. I mean, it's a little relevant. (laughs) Let's be honest. You could almost induct me as a pioneer of how to dress when the governor's around. Uh, How many people have met... I know that I've seen you on a number of fashion blogs touting how to dress when a government (laughs) official visits your workplace. That is also true. And I will also say this. Hall of Famers are seen as visionaries, people who are willing to do things that other people mm, aren't you, willing to you, do or you, do things at a high level that nobody can possibly reach. I did something with the governor. How many people showed up in boxer shorts to their workplace when the governor was there to meet the governor? You know what you are? Not many. You're a thought leader. Uh, some have called me a thought leader. Some have called me an influencer in the way I dress. So they, now that I've gotten my pitch out of the way for being inducted in UTC Hall of Fame, Let's talk about the three real inductees, which are Amy Sanderson, Patrick Byrne, and Aaron Scunnard. So congratulations to them. They've probably done things that are great that are deserving, but I also want to lobby on behalf of myself. I bet none of them have worn boxer shorts. Correct. To meet the governor. If I'm wrong, one of those three or somebody who knows them can reach out and and correct me. But until that happens, I'm going to say I got a leg up on this. You deserve to be there more than anyone. So those are the things that are happening at the UTC Hall of Fame event.
Chris is not getting inducted. I'm not getting inducted, and I will be there in boxer shorts. Hey, tell me about V-School. V-School Coding Boot Camp, located in Utah. Um, they've been expanding internationally. They opened an office a year ago in Beirut, and they just barely this week announced a new boot camp being opened in Ghana. First ever coding boot camp in Ghana. Um, V-School's been really active about kind of expanding and reaching populations that previously haven't been open to coding. Um, they've worked with a lot of refugee populations inside Utah with the Refugee Coding Project um, to teach teach people within those to code. And I don't know. It's really cool to see. Um, keep up the good work. Keep expanding. and Don't forget us here at Silicon Slopes Keep <laughs> when you're being inducted in into mind, the I was going to say keep us in the news, but that wouldn't make any sense. I don't want to be in I'm the not news. a Hall of Fame inductee. I take it back. Good for V-School, bad for me. Speaking of new things, lots of new offices around oh, this no. here Silicon Slopes. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, but you're going to have to tell me who they are. <laughs> Executech. Tech opened an office. Stride opened new headquarters. Grow, who is located in Utah, opened an international office in London. Okay. I'm doing this off the top of my head, which is impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. It. More impressive than boxer shorts. And to my me, la- but I can't remember the last one. There's one other one that is from out of the state and just opened up something here, but I'm blanking on who this it is. This is embarrassing. Oh my gosh, I'm the managing editor. What an idiot. Uh, let's move on. Recursion. Tell me about Recursion. Recursion Pharmaceutical. Um, I'm going to be speaking with them soon, and I plan on writing a nice profile for the next edition of Silk and Slopes magazine in January. Not the next issue, the next next issue. And they're a really interesting company. They're doing really interesting things. And I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't fully even comprehend a lot of the stuff that they're doing when it comes to finding cures for diseases and treatments and stuff like that. But they just raised a $60 million Series B round. Wow, whoa, 60 million bones. Whoa. What would you do with $60 million? Mm. Buy so much swag from our store? <laughs> I was going to invest it back in the community through our store, which is where we know for a fact the money First goes. First thing, though, we're going to refelt that uh, pool table. Can you imagine if I had $60 million and then I emailed Clint and was like, how much Silicon Slopes merchandise can I buy for $60 million? I bet, I bet he'd figure it out. We have like 20 shirts. Yeah. Actually, they've been... One so- in every color. You can now get we have way less. Go. They've all been sold. What? They've good, all been good job, listeners. Flying off the shelves like I can't wait. Cakes. I can't wait to like encounter listeners out in the wild wearing our silken slope swag. Well, it excites me. It also makes me a little sad because I used to think I was cool when I'd wear silken slope stuff and no one else had it. Mm. Now I'm just going to be a, a sheep, one of a million, one of the sheeple, one of the freaking sheep wandering around. I want to talk about a tech word that drives me crazy. In our segment, we like to call tech talk no nos. Lay it on me. Gamification. <laughs> Work is not a game. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of mad that we recorded this podcast earlier because I can't stress the fact that I never had anybody say this word. Yeah, you'd never heard it. I never heard. I it. hear it a lot. Here's the thing: Monopoly game, Twister game, Duck Hunt game. <laughs> Keep going. Keep listing more games. Like three more. Super Mario Brothers game, Uno game, Candyland game. Work not a game. Oh, work is not a game. You can't make work a game. Silicon Slopes tagline, work, colon, not a game. We're adults. Dead serious people in the workplace doing dead serious things. We can just do our job. We don't need to turn it into a game. No, we don't want to have fun at work. No, never. I personally don't. I want to cry every time I get an email in response to a newsletter correction. What people don't understand about their snide emails, they're our fuel. (laughs) They they get out of bed in the morning. They suck so much joy out of our days. (laughs) 
that like we're so prepared for work. <laughs> it's like just throwing kindling on a fire. I'm like, oh, I, I'm kind of ready for work, but I'm also like a little bit happy about the football game I watched last night. Oh, why don't I just open up a couple angry emails about the mistakes I made? Bam, ready to work. Bam, not ready Crying. for a game. Driving to work. Bam, tears. I was trying to see through tears while I write on Medium. Maybe we should just stop saying gamification is all I'm saying. As a man who's never said it, I will agree with you. I don't really know when people say this. Can you use it in a sentence? Like um, maybe a way somebody has said it to you? In this industry, we can leverage gamification to get more results out of our employees. Mm, oh. Leverage is another one. I but just, we'll get to that in another point. I just got so sad that I'm more prepared for work than I've ever been today. Maybe if there was an incentive, like if you write the most Silicon Slope stories, you will get one hundred thousand dollars. I'd be does okay. Does that not happen? I'm all for gamification. Yeah. What are you talking about? Not In that you've case, laid it out like that. Gamification be great, but if it's like if you write the most stories, you will get a yo-yo pass. And I feel like that's a lot of what gamification is. It's like so. Here's it's what all I'm for not. Out of this. You're not as opposed to gamification. You're just opposed to crap prizes. <laughs> That, that's the root of the issue. I guess so. So going back to Gary introducing his own podcast and his giveaway for a shirt and a hat or a, yeah, a shirt and a hat. Where do you fall on those prizes? Good, bad, in Good, between? Because Silicon okay. Slope swag is the best swag. Well, some say it's award winning. Some say it is feeding starving children all over the world. Some say as soon as it was available to the public, it was gone. Bam. Like a finger snap. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you, everybody. Good Thank work, you. community. Some weird stuff going on in Utah. Well, Meg, Utah's a weird place as a man who's lived here for quite some time. I can attest to that. <laughs> it's super weird. One of the weirdest things was a ban on caffeine at BYU for, like, forever. And, like, we should clarify, as a BYU student, I drank caffeine. As BYU students. Chris, you did not attend BYU. You can't claim that. You don't know the suffering of not being able to buy caffeine anywhere on campus. <laughs> Correct. That was such a trial. I believe you. I had to run down to the gas station on the south of campus anytime I was thirsty. This is making me sad. I hope all of you listening are shedding tears on my behalf because that... <laughs> you were so fired up, you just headbutted the microphone. I did. That's not an exaggeration. I'm kind of angry because now they decide to change the rule. Like, those kids should have to go through what I had to go through. It made me a stronger person. Freaking spoil millennials. They can drink caffeine whenever they so want. So entitled. Oh, I need caffeine because I'm in college and I don't sleep much and I do homework. Good job getting Satan's juice, everybody. Yeah. You know who doesn't have Satan's juice? Silicon slopes. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I've had four Diet Cokes. <laughs> Why did you ruin that? <laughs> anyway, the, the anyway. The table is literally with Diet Cokes as we're talking. Anyway, here's the thing. Anyway, you give a person an inch, you, they take a You give a mile. them an inch. Now they want beards on campus. Beards. What's that? You might Shame as well be smoking pot. Shame on them. I'd like to speak to all my fellow BYU alum. <laughs> I'd like Gosh. to speak to them all out here and shame on them. Caffeine and beards are allowed who, now? Who do you think, do you, you, think are? you are? The Fleet Foxes? We all know, Get out of here. We, we all know that beards are a sign of impurity. Beards are essentially sin. Beards are not essentially sin. They are a sin. It's cut and dry. I feel like I, feel like I, I should... have sinned. Look at me. Look at my face right now. I am a sinner. This is turning into a confessional clinic. Do they call them clinics? <laughs> nope. Here's the thing. I'm a Mormon. What? I know. I drink caffeine. What? I think beards are fine. What? 
These are controversial opinions. Why were these even rules? You know, Meg, these are valid questions. And in Wait, are you to... telling me you are not the authority with whom I should speak on why these were ever rules? No, I'm actually... I am the first person that people who know me should approach when dealing with questions of morality <laughs> and, and matters of faith. <laughs> so, I'm anyway. glad, so I'm glad that you've taken this time. Anyway, If you'll give me a quick second here, oh boy. I'd just like to put up a curtain between us while we finish this confessional thing. You know that's Catholicism. <laughs> okay. Yes, as an expert on matters of faith, I do know that. These kids. Long story short, BYU, shape up, shape up. Well, now they want beards, and people are thinking they might get it because they got caffeine. So do you think BYU students are now like, they don't want to grow beards? Because it was a big thing before in the summertime. They are just like, oh, so sweet. I grew out a beard for a month. And then when they graduated, it was this like great weight had been lifted from their shoulders. They were just growing a beard for the first three months. Yeah, the novelty might wear off. But now, now. they can have it. They just, they don't want a beard, and they don't even want caffeine. They don't want to drink soda. We'll they? see. Time will tell. Time will tell, BYU. Time will I hope tell. they all grow beards. I hope the women grow beards. I, I hope it's just a completely bearded campus. I'd be on board with that. So, um, kids are getting lice. Correct. As kids have always done. Yes. Kids are lice-ridden. But, That's how I but, always have viewed them. Some brilliant minds out of the University of Utah created a tool. Yes, they did. This tool, from what I can tell, it's a hosed vacuum that blows out hot air. So it's like someone's blowing a blow dryer into a hose, and then there's like a clawed comb attached. A what? Clawed comb. Clawed? Yeah. Like a, you know, it's got like claws. You're not, oh, clawed, okay. So you use it to go through kids' hair, get out the lice. The hot air makes conditions unlivable for lice on the head of a what? human child. Poor lice. Remarkable. That's not the weird part of the story. <laughs> the weird part... It's, it's a little bit weird. But I mean, yeah. sure, it's weird. But, like, cool. The weird part, do yourself a favor, go to deseretnews.com, <laughs> search Clearfield Clinic uses U-Tool to treat head lice, Take a gander at the photo. Take a gander. And I mean a long, hard you gander. You will not be sorry. You will not be disappointed. It's the ultimate depiction of pleasure and pain rolled into one young 13-year-old boy's face. This kid in the photo, I hope... You have to go... I can't stress enough. Everybody needs to go look at this picture. I hope that he carries this photo with him for the rest of his life. So first because of all, I'm going to be carrying the photo with me for the rest of my I life. I want to make it my profile pic on every social media platform because it is... Outstanding. We've already blown it up and printed it out and put it on Silicon Slope's office wall. We might start selling it as a t-shirt on SiliconSlopes.com. What if we sold it as exclusive prints? I think we probably need permission, but I'll look into it. <laughs> Find this photo. You won't be sorry. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tweet this photo. <laughs> it's so good. When we release the it podcast. Is, I mean, <laughs> Best thing I've ever seen. I mean, good. The look on this kid's face. Again, there's so much emotion and it's coming from so many different areas. Whoever took the photo deserves Pulitzer. Is that what it is? Yes. You know when you see an actor in a movie and they're so incredible acting, you're like, how did they even do that in a movie? You can't even do that in real life. Like you yeah. can't convey that much emotion or that much conflicting emotion in a face. This kid has found it. He's tapped into that he, source. He nailed it. All he needed was a vacuum suctioning <laughs> his head to find this First place. First of all, I feel like it was maybe ethically uh, shady to take pictures of kids who have lice in their hair. Like, I don't think they want that documented. Well, maybe they're just testing it out. I would assume that. Like, 
I hope so. Could it be like a a screening thing? Like, oh, all these kids are going to come in and we're just going to vacuum their heads. <laughs> now that now that I say it, I realize. Yeah, how it I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> Add to that, if they offered a free life screening for like us, what kind of faces do you think we would make? I hope one just like this kid. Like, imagine, <laughs> I I would be so happy if any of us made that face. I'm just happy knowing that somebody at some point made that face because it is... That kid's a hero, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. That's the best thing I've ever seen. So again, do yourself a favor, DeseretNews.com, search, new Clearfield Clinic uses U-Tool to treat head lice. I will tweet this when we tweet about the podcast. I know we said that we don't like crossing joy over into work, but this is the one exception. <laughs> this to the is rule. the happiest I've been in a long time. It's brought legitimate joy to both of us. Since this is the second time we've recorded this podcast today, I think I'm done talking. <laughs> I think it's time to what go. What an abrupt end. I like that. Sorry, we've just spent an hour we've on this. That's too long. We've spent a long time. We've spent so much time together. Oh, we were in a meeting I'm today. I'm sick of you. We were in a meeting We have another here. meeting in like half an hour. Oh my gosh. So professional life. That is true, actually. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. It's we'll been a see pleasure you next week. to be joined for one of the two times that we've done this. Tell your friends. 50% hit rate ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah. You swing and you miss. Swing and you hit. You are known for the sports metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. See ya.